Hey, everybody, it's Jason McLaren with the Leadership Loading Podcast. And today we're talking about leadership and connections with my guest, Sky Barber. She's an international business coach, best-selling author, podcaster, farmer's wife, and a mom of two boys. Uh, she's been working with 15 years of corporate experience in leadership and coaching. She's going to bring great value to the episode today. And we'll start with that. So hi, Sky. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jason. Always, whenever I listen to my bio, I'm like, oh, <laughs> sounds so cringy, but... Um, yeah, appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Definitely. So a lot of background and, and entrepreneurship and leadership and yeah. uh, just great uh, context for this show and, and helping the listeners uh, move forward either in their career or into a new career, whatever they're trying to do. Uh, so let's let's start with that. How'd you get into all this and, and what you're doing now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me just give you a quick backstory to give context to my business. So my business creates time for maxed out entrepreneurs. And the reason why I'm so passionate about that is because I grew up oldest child of four and my dad was never around. My mom gave up her entrepreneurial dream to bring us children up and my dad supported us financially. So he worked himself to the bone and still does, even though he doesn't have to, because he doesn't know another way other than doing, doing, doing it all himself. So as I'm sure you can imagine, two entrepreneurial parents really wanted me to go and get a job, a stable, safe job. And I was so fortunate to get headhunted to one of the best UK um, management and training um, schemes. And I went and ran supermarkets. I was very quickly promoted and I was running teams of like 250 people, 45 million pound turnovers. And I learned a lot of how to do things, how to do things the wrong way and therefore how to get them right afterwards. But also that you could grow a business that doesn't have to just rely on you, but you have to have management and leadership skills. And I saw so many of people, friends who had their own businesses that got stuck, that couldn't move beyond them and didn't know how to activate talent in other people, how to build teams, how to delegate, how to lose, let go of control, just like my dad. And I thought, right, I really, really want to go and help other people do it because managing and leading people can be learned, but it's not easy. And I felt like I had the background to be able to go and support. So that's kind of my mission. I want every parent to be able to have the freedom to choose how they spend their life in business and at home as a family member. And I love my business. I love my children. I love the balance of both. And I want, I want other people to realize you can have a choice. Definitely. And I think that kind of goes into uh delegation and, and and hiring people that you know hiring the experts for things that you don't know I, I know growing up in the military and and working in the military and getting out and and then in even my, my job now in the private sector uh, it's all about hiring those that uh, supplement your weaknesses and so um, t- let's talk about that on you know making sure that you basically build in your own time and, and hire the people that can help you succeed yeah you're taking my tip away right now but yes um that's exactly it and I I learned the skill really early on I'm very dyslexic so there are certain things I'm really good at and if I can bold to see be so bold to say like excellent and outstanding at and there's a lot of stuff I'm absolutely awful at 
but in the school system and then later in the world corporate world system like they expect you to be good at everything and excellent at a few things like you have to you have to reach like a minimum bar and I couldn't reach that minimum and I couldn't understand the way certain teachers worked and when also how certain bosses how they wanted me to do things so I constantly had to look for the strengths and skills in others to help fill in my weaknesses and build people around me that allowed me to do what I was great at and support them and equally them to do what they were great at and support me and that got me through like sailing all my exams and being like doing really well at university and then in my career it allowed me to do like lead big businesses even though I still couldn't read a PL. you know I was I was running a multi-million pound business and I couldn't read a PL um, because I just could the, the, the numbers didn't stay still on a page but I found people in my team I knew what I needed to know and I found people in my team and, and allowed them to draw out the strengths in them so that I could leverage that to help them in their career and help me in mine so I'm all about creating relationships that's like win-win like how do I get the best out of you that helps you and how does that also help me and my blind spots so I'm all about personally utilizing the strengths of other people and then building my own team to support my weaknesses and being really candid to say I'm terrible at this like I'm just not good like you can you this is where like someone said to me you build teams where I'm not afraid to hire people better than me and that's how I teach my clients. Like, how do you recognize the gaps in your knowledge and gaps in your capability? And let's be bold leaders to actually hire people better than us to make us like a stronger team than feeling any kind of resistance or competitiveness amongst the people we hire. I agree 100%. And um, I think that's kind of how we've worked throughout this whole pandemic. And you know, we're finishing up year two of the pandemic. I think we finally started to squash some of the, the things that we need to uh, get rid of, like masks and that sort of thing, especially in the United States. Um, but you keep hearing about this burnout, 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 because everyone went to remote work and they thought, well, I have to do everything because I can't see my team or I can't see uh, the people on my team. And so they were just burning themselves out because they're working 12 hour days or whatever. Um, so how can we make sure that we're getting ahead of that game and, and going forward from there? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I forget the theory, but however much time you've got, you're always going to fill it with things, whatever that theory, I'm not very good at remembering quotes, but it's true. Like when we set meetings in our day, diary, that's going to take an hour, they take an hour, no matter what. So I always start with people saying, let's be really conscious about our time, not the to-do list, not the diary, but actually where we're spending our time and how much of that time is being driven into work that we're choosing to do and how much of it is just like deflection or distraction how much are we scrolling on social media where we think it's five minutes and it's actually 35 or we're watching tv that we think is just one program and you watch three episodes and I have nothing against either of those tasks if you're choosing to switch off like that but if you're wondering, like, I'm just so busy all the time, I've got too much stuff going on, I would first start with looking at what tasks am I doing in the day? And then I'd look at saying a triple S, what can I stop doing? What can I streamline and do less of and make that meeting half an hour rather than an hour? And what can I share? What can I delegate to people? And recognizing that we aren't great at everything. So how do we re remove some of the lower value or things that we're less inclined to do or just stay on the to-do list because we don't do them. 
How do we give them to other people so it actually gets done and frees up our time? And that always comes down to one thing. How much do you value your time? Because if you think you're the cheapest person to do something and it's easier and quicker for you to do it yourself, that is fine, but you're only going to get so far. You've created yourself a job. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to create a sustainable long-term business that can make money without you having to market it and sell it and deliver it the whole time, then you need to be good with people and you need to be able to recognize what can you give people. So start with yourself, analyze where am I spending my time? Where are those 12 hours going? What can I stop, streamline, and share? And when I'm sharing it, like what are those lower value tasks that I can give to someone else so you can do the higher value tasks? That's me trying to like fit... I don't know, maybe 10 years of training, probably into like 10 seconds. <laughs> so Jason, right. I mean, it's difficult to go deep on any of these things, but I hope to give like a tangible, like practical flavor of what you can do right now to make a difference. Definitely. And I think that, um, it, that, that goes back to leading and not doing. And yeah. that's a lot of the aspect you get when people moving from a, especially in my background, uh, being a firefighter by trade, and then working in the facilities divisions at different organizations, you go from that, I'm a doer, and then you maybe you promote up or move into a leadership level. Mm-hmm. And there, some people just can't step into that you know, thinking role and, and leading role where they're not having to actually do everything. They don't have to turn a wrench anymore. And there are some that can make the leap, uh, but there's some that they just can't get out of that, that rut. And they think I've got to be there with hands on everything that we're doing. Yeah. And and that's the difference between being an expert in your field and an expert in business and being a boss. And it is different. Yeah, there's transferable skills, communication being one of them. But how do you get the best out of people? How do you have those difficult conversations when things aren't going to plan? How do you teach, teach someone in a way that they really take ownership of the task and don't have to come back to you every two minutes? Like, can you check this? What's next? like that they can look after themselves and they're still going to create a brilliant return on investment. And how do you create a business that's like systemized enough and structured enough that that other people know where they stand and it's not just in our brains. And it's a real, it's a different way of working. And it's what I find is a lot of people get stuck because they, they, they know what they're doing and they're amazing with their audience. They're amazing in their business. They're amazing at firefighting, but put them, or I was having this conversation yesterday with a lawyer. They're an amazing lawyer. Put them as a partner in a law firm where they have to like bring in clients and manage other people. It's like, whoa, I haven't been trained for that. I'm a brilliant lawyer or I'm a brilliant accountant. And that is where I see like my training taught me how to be a brilliant manager and leader. And you're so right, Jason, it takes leadership. And I don't know what you define leadership per se, but to me, that is about like that vision, that building the teams and driving profit. Because whilst you are that doer, if you're not doing, nothing gets done. (laughs) And and there is about like creating a business that you can have a holiday from (laughs) and it's going to still bring in money. Like that's an aspiration for a lot of my clients. What about you? Do do you agree? Yeah, definitely. And and you, you put this on your website. It's about growing your business the way that makes you feel good. Yeah. And so a lot of people do that. They want to get out of their rut or get out of the, get out of whatever they are in and build something that they're going to be able to be flexible work schedule or, or do something they love more than what they're doing now. And that could be their hobby or their skill. And it just yep. goes from there. But, but, you know, it's difficult because we get resistance, don't we? And we get stuck in that. And I, and I call the, the four freedom blocks crop up because we either, 
we feel like so much responsibility it has to be us or we might feel the busy block whereby you're just going to get through 101 things and then you can create the passive product or the course or whatever it might be um or you have the independence block where you think you should be the one I should be able to cope with all of these things by myself or lastly you have the critical block that basically tells you if it isn't perfect don't do it and it has you playing small for way too long and that's all because we are our brains are built to keep us safe and actually business and entrepreneurship there's a lot of risk involved and there's a lot of risk whether that's emotional risk you know vulnerability having to share with people meeting people like you and I just getting together and having conversation there's all sorts of risks not just financial that are involved and sometimes it's safer to stay small and safer just to stay you but I'm really passionate that people need to make the most of their potential in order to do that like it's time to lead a bigger business and to grow and to truly yeah live that potential and and your uh, your course or your your website is based on that right yeah exactly that i mean i have lots of different ways that people work with me but it's t- it tends to be both the practical how do i structure my business how do i systemize it how do i get the right people in the right place doing the right thing and then it's the personal oh gosh I've got this business, I want to grow it, but how do I get myself into the right leadership headspace to get out of their way and my way? So it's really a two-prong attack, that sounds way too dramatic, two-prong discovery together, whereby we have the practical implementation to free up their time, but equally there's the personal support because you need your hand-holding at times. It can be lonely in business, particularly in the leadership role and that's the part my, my business takes businesses from typically multi-six figures to seven figures, but through like implementing really strong infrastructure that means that it doesn't suck up all the business owners' time. Yeah, I think that kind of goes into businesses being complicated. You know, people start a business and they think, oh, I'm going to just start this and go. And they don't realize, okay, well, now it's tax time or now it's uh, time for a new marketing push or something like that. And and they realize, oh, I'm not an expert at that. And then I, they end up windowing away hours and hours, uh, you know, building a new website or, or trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to file a tax or, or whatever they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I've done that, too. Do you know what? This is the ironic thing about my story, Jason, is when I started my my online business, <laughs> whilst I wanted to do team stuff, I, I had imposter syndrome. I wasn't quite brave enough. So I started doing public speaking and I thought I the good thing about an online business is I don't need a team. You can just do it by yourself. Because I got burnt. I got let down by people. And I had a horrible experience when I had to try and change some culture. And it, and it, and it really did burn me. It put me in hospital for three days with burnout. And I thought, no, I'm going to run an online business. I'm going to just do it all by myself with my phone. But I quite quickly realized that that can only get you so far. And I still had a job. So I've had, that's why I had to evolve and now have a team of four and, and it's, you know, it's been great fun, but I made these mistakes too, like hiring a VA and then not using them because I didn't know what to delegate to. I felt like I slipped when I came into the online world and like the stuff I learned from the offline world suddenly wasn't as relevant. And I've had to re retrain myself to see the compare, like the, what's the word? Like the, how to, like the online and offline world is the same. <laughs> the same thing it's just a slightly different mode of delivery or less so now after the pandemic lots more people are online but 
I had to retrain myself to build a team in a way that I knew how to build a team, to build systems the way I knew how to build systems from my corporate experience. That when I came online, I was like, I'm brand new. I don't know any of this. No, no, you do. Just bring it across. And I can't quite remember how that links to the point you were making, (laughs) but hopefully it was still enjoyable. That's all about, uh, you know, making your vision a reality and, and how, you know, things are going to get complicated and, and that's just yeah. with anything, even if it's not business, you know, anything you try to do, uh, it's going to get complicated and you just got to figure it out. Yeah. So and that's you got to try have... stuff. Exactly. And you got to try yeah. stuff that won't all, always work. And that's why you have a coach like yourself. I mean, yeah. my daughter's playing soccer right now. It's her first year of course. And I, oh. I, I had a thing I was going to do where, look, we practice two days a week, but we only play one day a week. So you got to put in double the work ahead of time and then you're going to get results at the end. So it's just like, business you know you'll do your coaching session and then that's going to accelerate your speed to move forward at the end yeah quite agree quite agree and that's why you know such a privilege to do this role because you work I work with some amazing amazing talented people who are just bogged down by the clutter of stuff and I don't mean materialistically I'm just talking about tasks and I love it because we wade through that we declutter it all and we give them space to breathe and they're able to be the visionary, the creative entrepreneurial leader that allows them to make a lot more money and have a lot more fun than what they were doing before. And so it's a real privilege to be, stand by the sides of these um, men and women and to make that happen because that they are the ones that go on and change the world. They're the ones creating foundations, creating uh, charities, legacies off the back of their businesses and it's and changing lives in their businesses. And to have a tiny part in that, I... I, and, and to get to do that in my business is just the most fun job in the world. If you had uh, one quick tip for some, uh, someone you just met about leadership, what would you say? Okay. So in a the theme of what we've just talked about, do what you do best and get help with the rest. And what I would add is before you think you're ready, be proactive with this and don't wait until it's too late. You won't make good decisions from a reactive place. So get help before you're ready. Definitely. And, and like I said, you can't know what you need, know what you need help with until you get going. And, um, right. and that's going to help you get ready. So good deal. Yeah. All right, Sky, how can we get a hold of you if we want to learn more? So come and find me. So I think we're going to link my uh, website below, but come and find me on Instagram, sky underscore barber. I've just started doing some crazy reels. If you like farms and come and see behind the scenes at our crazy house, come along. Um, So come find me on Instagram or Facebook, sky underscore barber. Definitely. We'll put that in the show notes below. Thank you so much, Jason. It's been great to connect with you today. Thank you, Sky. There are thousands of leadership and management podcasts to choose from. We're glad you chose the Leadership Loading Podcast, a Go Heroes production. If you'd like to support Go Heroes Inc., visit www.goheroes.org. And with that, it's time to wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We sincerely hope you liked it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Let's all grow together. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Loading Podcast. Leadership Inspired.